This is Dustin Langston with WL Plastics, and I am here to uh, educate everyone on the benefits of coming to the PE Showcase. So this year, WL Plastics is doing things a little bit different. Uh, not only are we sending our engineering group, not only are we sending our sales group like normal, uh, we are sending our quality managers. Uh, we have identified that this is actually beneficial to people outside of just the sales force, outside of just the engineering force. This is beneficial for manufacturing, uh, for quality assurance, for really a lot of people within your organization that need to learn more about not just your product and making sure you're making a good product, but understanding the full scope of where that product goes and how it's used and how it's joined. Uh, with them having an understanding of where this pipe's going to ultimately end up, it really gives them a better knowledge of, hey, this is why we need to make sure that we're sending out a quality product. So this year we're bringing all eight of our quality assurance managers from each of our plant locations, and they're not only going to do the full uh, two, uh, sorry, three-day uh, presentations, but we're also going to do the small diameter butt fusion joining because that's something that we're actually performing in our labs. It's something that we've always just taught on site, but this gives them the opportunity to get a card and certified as a small diameter fusion tech. So we're very excited for the upcoming PE showcase. Make sure to sign up, come out, and again, don't just bring your sales guys. Don't just bring your engineering people. Bring out some manufacturing people. Uh, it's definitely going to be worth their time. Thanks. Greetings, podcast fans. Peter Dyke back with the Poly Podcast. Uh, we got a different format this week. It's just basically a hey, what's up? What's going on with the pot with the uh, the PE Alliance? What are we up to? And honestly, a couple things: the uh, new capabilities of the Alliance as it relates to engineering, and also coming up soon is the PE Showcase, that annual event we so look forward to. On the other end of the line here, we have Mr. Dan Landy. Hello, Dan. Hey, good morning, Peter. Happy yeah, where are you coming to us from today? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a.k.a. the home of the free and land of the brave. <laughs> well, they they have a, a pretty good football team, I guess, maybe, for a quarterback that can't really move. Yeah, take any uh, chance to get a jab in as you can before, uh, before the game starts. <laughs> uh, well, Dan, I want to catch up with you today because uh, you represent... Uh, kind of like what the Alliance is doing that's new this year. You know, with COVID, we've started this deal where, you know, we've got three engineers working on behalf of the industry. Tell us a little bit about that program. Yeah, definitely. What we're working on right now is how can we ease adoption into utilities, municipalities, and what were they missing is sort of the inception of how we came across these new capabilities. So following up on uh, roadshows, webinars, and just doing uh, typical utility and municipality outreach, getting in contact with the decision makers and helping them well draft a specification that's going to protect them uh, by qualifying contractors, making sure they're using up-to-date standards, uh, resin, the whole nine yards to uh, ensure that first project goes well because at the end of the day, we are all, uh, all at the hands of a, a project going well. We can Design the project perfectly, we can execute, but uh, if it's not going in the ground as it was designed. So how, how is this, Dan, different than what the Alliance has been doing in the past? Well, we've never had engineers before, unfortunately, uh, working on a, on a daily basis, reaching out to the utilities. And what I've found so far is that a lot of the utilities that are accepting our help are just over 
overworked and understaffed. So it's not something that's really a foreign concept to them using a polyethylene pipe, but they just really haven't had the time to go around and update their standards and or draft one at all. So one of the states I know you've been working in quite a bit are, are Texas and Florida. What are some of the things you've learned in, in Florida in your few months doing this? Yeah, Florida's a pretty well-developed market, but at the same time, a lot of uh, utilities don't have their own specification. They either rely on consulting engineers for the spec, mainly because they haven't had time to go through and draft one, and they don't really, they don't really know what to put in there. It's still a, a foreign concept to a lot of them, so they just let the engineers handle everything, and they're hoping that uh, what's going in the ground is you know, a product that they can, they can count on because the, the engineers are okay with polyethylene. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a first step in the right direction because we get a lot of questions outside of specification writing with this adoption. But uh, the willingness in, uh, in Florida, because a lot of these areas have been well-developed, is really impressive. Uh, Texas as well, because obviously, you know, we know Texas as the oil and gas capital of the this country so a lot of the contractors there's a lot of experienced contractors down there using high density polyethylene so there's been some sort of crossover just driven by the contractors and accepted by the utilities but uh you know in michigan it's going to be a little bit more of an uphill battle as we dig deeper in there they have uh some pretty ingrained issues using other types of pipe just uh historically right that's true uh, so, uh, if one of our listeners wants to get in touch with you, get a spec and learn more about polyethylene, how do they reach you? Yeah. D Landy, D L A N D Y at P E org. Whether you, uh, you're a member and you're working with an engineer and he's interested in the adoption and you're helping them out. Um, if you want me to write them for you or they're just interested in taking a look at ours, we can, uh, we can get that information out to them. So you've got some big news here. You're going to have a colleague sitting next to you now. I am. I'm, I'm excited. There's someone to to share the blame. Uh, no, just kidding. We're uh, yeah, we're very excited. Scott Yacklin will be joining us just in time for showcase. Correct, Peter? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. He'll he'll be there to help work showcase. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, you know let him in behind the curtain. I mean, really uh, at showcase, so he can meet all these great folks at showcase. So speaking of showcase, well. It, Danny, you're doing a great job, and I'm excited about the work that you and Alan Ambler and soon-to-be Scotty Acklin are going to be doing on behalf of the industry. You know, it's much needed. I've been seeing these specs for a while, and, you know, we just haven't gotten into the spec editing business. But, you know, the interesting thing for me, Dan, as it relates to what you've just spoken about, is the role the webinars have played in um, allowing us to become known more as an engineering organization instead of just an educational organization. Tell us a little bit of how that has played into some of your workload. Different series we have. You're getting engineers that come to the Alliance for technical information. So once they're accepting us as a technical resource, it really opens the door for allowing them to work with us in additional capacities. So a lot of engineers reach out with follow-up questions and then, you know, the conversation has already started. I get them get them talking. Have you guys used polyethylene before? What is the current condition of your spec? What is the outlook you guys have in the future? Uh, is there anything holding you back from using polyethylene? So we can massage a lot of their concerns and uh, 
work through what they have going on. So it's it's getting people at the table that are willing to work with us, and it seems like the the amount of people engaging is is increasing. I mean, I don't want to say on a weekly basis, but definitely on a monthly basis. Yeah, well, the numbers look really solid. And one of the things I've noticed since I've been doing this so many years, Dan, is that we are getting more technical questions than we used to. And uh, I think that's a tremendous benefit, and that goes to the work that you and Alan Ambler have been doing. So great job. So getting back to Showcase, uh, Showcase is coming up in December, Dan. And I know this is going to be your first Showcase, although you had you had participated in the summer spotlight so you have seen what a um an alliance production looks like yeah the first thing i thought of when you said scott is going to attend uh showcase to get his feet wet and meet everybody i was thinking my god think of think of that as your first week on the job (laughs) i've uh i've been here for a while now and i i still have some questions for you peter i was going to shoot at you to uh just some stuff in the back of my mind i've been i've been thinking about that you know, if someone's attending for the first time, I'm, I'm sure they probably have some pretty similar questions. Right. Shoot me. Okay. Um, so is it – it's all industry members, right? So there's going to be a lot of networking, uh, you know, especially with COVID. A lot of people haven't seen each other for a while. Well, I'll start first with the COVID thing. So what we're doing about COVID this year, Dan, is we're going to take everybody's temperature every day. So if you want to come in on Tuesday, you got to have your temperature taken. Uh, we're going to have uh, an individual there. You know, putting a sticker on your badge and, hey, I got my temperature taken today. And then you basically just sign something when you when you come the first time that says that you recognize COVID is, is here and, you know, there's not a whole lot we're going to do about it. Wearing a mask, uh, being vaccinated, these are all your personal choices. And, you know, you can come without a mask if you'd like or you can wear one. Um, but uh, that's what our COVID protocols is. Um, so the answer to your question of, hey, who's coming to the event? Yeah, it's it's a member event. And you've got to be a member of the PE Alliance. Um, however, this year we've invited, Dan, uh, municipalities and consulting civils to attend. So we've got s- several people from the city of Arlington who they're experienced polyethylene users. They'll be there. Uh, Round Rock, Texas is sending a couple engineers and a couple line staff. So we do have some people outside the industry attending. But these are people that are using polyethylene and they, they see the benefit of sitting through some of our classes. Yeah, is that uh, is this the first event for Round Rock attending? It was exciting to see their usage on the road this year. People outside the industry in the past, Dan. Um, we, you know, we've. I didn't expect we have 180 signed up today. I mean, we'll probably hit 200 by the time the show rolls around. Um, I didn't expect to have this many people because of COVID, and uh, you know, PPI had a great turnout in Plano back uh, a couple months ago, and. And McElroy did a fantastic job with their infusion, and they broke records. So I was hopeful, but at the same time, I didn't know. But, you know, seeing close to 200 people, that's a win. That's a win for the industry. Yeah, I, I definitely would agree. So uh, addition to being a networking event, this year, even for people who have been to Showcase, you're rolling out training for the first time, like live, live training certified? Yes. Yeah, so Showcase this year, Dan, is a four-day event instead of a three-day event. And you can come for any day or all the days, depends on what your appetite is. But the first day is devoted to training. And, and so uh, two years ago, we rolled out butt fusion training for the first time. We had five people attend. Uh, this year, we're doing small diameter butt fusion. We've got 10 people in that class. We've got medium diameter butt fusion training with the data logger. 
This is taught by McElroy um, University staff. And we've got, I think, six people in that class. And then um, we're also offering for the first time smaller diameter, so 12 inches and down, electrofusion training. Uh, so the folks at Integrity Fusion have developed, Rick Ponder there has developed a great program on training with electrofusion. And he's going to uh, teach, I think he's got five people signed up in that one. And we've got, we still have room in all the classes. So yeah, training. So that takes up all day um, on Monday for those people that choose to attend those classes, and you got to pay extra for those. And then in that afternoon, we start the deep dive classes. So Monday, December 6th, deep dive. We've got new to PE, which Drew Mueller and I are going to teach. We've got top 10 resources, which is a great class. Um, and then we've got a new one, which... I'm excited about, I've been working on it with some very talented people, but it's called the Innovation Story. So it talks about innovation in the industry as it relates to the, the pillars of the industry. So the resin, the pipe, fusion, and equipment. So how exciting is that? I mean, you can learn it from the lens of innovation. Uh, and then opposite that class, we have a deep dive into horizontal directional drilling uh, taught by Dusty Langston and um, Mike Whitehouse uh, from ISCO. So that's day one. So what is the best way to actually uh, go ahead and plan my stay at, uh, at Showcase? How can people actually get their hands on the schedule? So you just go on the website, click on register, and then there's a, there's a schedule there that you can click on that says, hey, uh, here's what's going on. You know, I'm looking at on my screen right now. I've got the schedule. And people ask, I mean, I probably send this out five times a day because people don't want to hunt on the website for it. But it's on the website or they can... Email pdike at pepipe.org, and I'll send them a copy of the schedule. You always make fun of me because I look, like to look at the menus before we go out to eat. But, uh, yeah, I want to know what I'm doing before I go. I'm just one of those type of people. So I know Alan's really excited. I spoke to him yesterday about rolling out the PE Certified Professional Program. And uh, I'm almost 30 now. I'm hanging out with a couple of my buddies this weekend. Some of them are getting you know project management certificates, MBAs, that sort of thing. So I started thinking, what do you put something like the PE certified program on a resume, and and what does that tell tell outsiders once they see that you've gone through this this training before? Yeah. So the other the other item, you know, I, I failed to mention that we're kicking off on that Monday is that PE certified professional program. Thanks for bringing it up. Um, yes, you can put it on your resume, and that's one of the reasons we do it. Is but honestly, the reason we're doing it is. We want to elevate people's understanding of the product. I mean, it's why we do Showcase. But with this cohort of people, we want to create more ambassadors for the industry. So we want to round out their polyethylene education. Um, so we're taking people that are experienced polyethylene or, or chemical engineers, and we're saying, okay, you're good at, at producing pipe or making resin, but do you know a lot about standards? Or have you been trained in polyethylene? Um, what are your public speaking skills? Um, what is your knowledge as it relates to the history of the industry? And how does that history compare to other materials? What lessons have we learned from the gas industry, say, Dan? Um, so these are all the kind of questions. So we, we think there are eight major categories of polyethylene-related knowledge. And, and most experts in this industry are, ex are good at you know two to four of them. We're going to focus on those four that they may not have as much experience with. And at the end of the year or two, depending on which program they've enrolled in, 
uh, they're going to become ambassadors of the industry. And they, yes, they can put this on their resume. We're very excited about it. Alan, is, Alan Ambler has been working hard on this. And, uh, uh, you know, these guys are going to be our guinea pigs um, and gals uh, for the program. And we're very excited about it. Yeah, I found one of the key aspects that uh, the, the uh, program was built on to be pretty fascinating that, uh, you know, Alan's briefing people before they even, they even decide to join the program and show up to see what they want to get out of it. Uh, mine is I'm trying to learn a little bit about other markets, not exactly a thousand a thousand uh, foot view, but uh, just understand uh, something outside of M&I, industrial mining, uh, you know, a lot of stuff that distributors have a wealth of knowledge on. So it'll be interesting learning from others in the class as well as Alan and the industry experts. But, yeah, you're, you're going to be one of the guinea pigs. That's that's for sure. And we're looking for your feedback because this is something that, you know, we hope the Alliance can um, keep in its books and, and provide every year for those people that are interested. And, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of other kind of training, too. You know, Corin Maine is sending 25 people to the show this year. ISCO's got 35. And, you know, a bunch of those 35 are brand new folks. I mean, ISCO's done a great job of recruiting. And what a great way to indoctrinate people into the industry and going to PE showcase. And uh, for salespeople, that'll be a great experience for them to understand what we do. A lot of the salespeople that reach out to me, uh, you know, they know this information's out there and saves them a lot of time from working on getting getting stuff provided. So, you know, the more we standardize education-wise, I feel like that's also, you know, an increasing resource to the industry that we provide. But, uh, you know, this is all pretty serious talk we've discussed so far. Do we have anything on a, you know actually on site going on that's gonna you know bring some fun and life to to showcase outside? Yeah, we don't want to work too hard. Um, uh, well, maybe not. But we, we're offering thirty classes, Dan, across the four days. Uh, we're also offering some fun stuff along the way. So Tuesday um, is the second deep dive day. So Monday we've got Monday afternoon deep dive plus all the training. Tuesday is all deep dives, and um, they start at. Uh, nine in the morning, and they go to I don't know four thirty in the afternoon. Every class is ninety minutes or greater, so we take the time to get through this stuff. Um, at one o'clock, the Strongbridge Golf Sim opens up for basically the deep divers that are there, as well as our sponsors who are setting up their booths. And Strongbridge. Part of their sponsorship is this golf simulator, so you can go in and play Pebble Beach. And, uh, and it's going to have an attendant in there that walks you through how to do this stuff. Very excited about that. Then we have a craft beer reception in the hall at 4.30 when, when the official program starts. And then that night, we have the craft beer tasting and the bourbon tasting. Unfortunately, the bourbon tasting is already sold out. I've got a fantastic speaker coming in to teach us about bourbon 75 minutes on, you know, how to, how to determine the taste. He's going he's to bring in a taste wheel, and you're going to taste the various elements that go into bourbon. Uh, he was the Woodford Reserve brand manager for 20 years, and now he helps run a distillery in northern Michigan. And then we have the, that's an Integrity Fusion is sponsoring the bourbon tasting, Dan, and then R&L Manufacturing sponsoring the craft beer tasting. Uh, so we're excited about that. And, uh, that's the fun stuff on Tuesday. Then Wednesday night, we have 
The McElroy reception at six o'clock. Uh, Performance Pipe is hosting the dinner at seven. And then uh, the polyethylene industry's very own game show called Polyfeud kicks off at eight o'clock. And Polyfeud is in its fifth year, well, fourth year, Dan. Um, and because we skipped last year, but it's our own game show. And we're testing, you know, general knowledge as well as polyethylene knowledge. So I hope you're going to put a team together. Yeah, I'm excited. I drafted some of the questions, so I think I can't score any less than like a 9%. So it's like the SAT. I get some points just for just for starting. Well, we won't let you. We won't let you. Actually, I may have to deploy you to run the computer. So, so it's actually two games. Polyfeud is a stage game as well as an audience game. So the stage game is eight teams of three. So we need eight teams to be put together. We already have one team put together. Donna Stoughton, Mary Houston, and Cheryl Rood are an all-female, all-expert polyethylene team. Uh, so they're our first team that's committed. And uh, so teams of three, that's the stage game, and they all compete against one another for really great prizes. And then everybody in the audience, Dan, also competes uh, individually. So I would have my own little clicker, and then I, when a screen, when a question comes up, I say, oh, yeah, answer number two, boom. And we see who wins at the end, and the top three scorers then get to win a prize. That's a pretty loaded team. I was thinking about this the other day. You know, we saw uh, Donna, and uh, I st- a couple of people were telling me they're polyfeed teams, and I'm thinking, oh, wow, that's a really good team. That's a really good team. And then I'm thinking, we're a PE showcase. Everyone's going to have a good team. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's too many smart people. I'm intimidating myself before we even get there. Well, Con- Connor Bush won uh, from Performance Pipe. He won two years, three years ago at... Uh, when we were in Dallas last, and uh, King Polly has control over the cards, Dan, and King Polly can, you know, influence things if he's if he thinks the guy is either cheating or he's he's using he's using people at his table for for advice or or what. Uh, but King Polly is 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 all knowing uh, and all knowledgeable, and uh, he's the one that sets the rules. So we're excited to see what he comes up with this year. Yeah, excited uh the Jedi returns getting King Polly back in uh back in the saddle at the alliance will be pretty cool. Yeah, you know who is King Polly? I mean, you don't really know until you show up, right? I mean, we we don't know. Um and then uh I'd say the last really fun thing is the Polytones. The Polytones are playing once we finish Polyfeud. And that's the polyethylene industry's very own house band. And you know what? They're pretty good. One of the best um, musicians I've ever met um, is our lead guitarist. And I'm very excited to have him back. And that's Alan Ambler. And then we have uh, our key our key sessions on Thursday. So we have the Municipal Advocate Panel. We have um, uh, two PhDs talking to us about... Um, plastics and the future of plastics as, as it relates to recycling and also what is on the horizon for our resin what new developments are coming along in 4710 and that'll be Dell Doyle from Dow Chemical giving us that talk and then I close up the day with lunch on Thursday in the annual meeting you know about half the people stay for the annual meeting but it's a it's something we do at the alliance every year fantastic well I'm extremely excited I still uh still don't know exactly what I'm, what I'm getting into, but uh, jumping in with two feet, 
I'm going to learn a lot, if nothing else. So, Yeah, we're, we're excited to have you, and uh, we appreciate all the hard work you do for the Alliance. Um, and to our audience, I want to say, you know, thank you for listening to another um, <clears throat> uh, Poly podcast, and thank you to Dusty Langston and WL Plastics for sponsoring another shorter version this time of the Poly podcast. And if you have any ideas for us for topics for 2022, let us know because we're putting our podcast program together for next year. So with that, I'll say, Dan Landy, thank you very much. And to our audience, we'll see you next time. Come on.